Charlie Wright is an investment advisor representative with PartnerVest Advisory Services, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. The views and opinions expressed by our guests are for informational purposes only and do not necessarily reflect the views of PartnerVest Advisory Services, LLC, or Charlie Wright. PartnerVest and our guests are unaffiliated companies. No information in this discussion is intended to provide investment, tax, or legal advice to any person, nor is it an offer to sell any security. Welcome to the Strategic Investor. Join us as we interview some of the world's most productive asset managers and uncover sophisticated and unique investment strategies in the markets. Here is your host, Charlie Wright. Hello, welcome to Strategic Investor Radio on Orange County Talk Radio. I'm your host, Charlie Wright. We're very pleased you're with us today. Today we're talking with Charlie White, founder and president of Dynamic Portfolio Strategies. Charlie speaks to us from their headquarters in beautiful downtown Youngstown, Ohio. Charlie, welcome to Strategic Investor Radio. Thank you, Charlie. I appreciate it. I look forward to it. Uh, so we're going to have some struggles here today, Charlie, because I'm Charlie Wright, you're Charlie White, and so we, we may uh, we may confuse everybody here, but hopefully what we say will be well uh, worth listening to. So let, let, give Absolutely. us a little background here, Charlie, of uh, you and Dynamic Portfolio Strategies here. Well, I actually started in the business in uh, 1986. I was a retail advisor for, for 21 years. Uh, worked with a number of clients, built a rather sizable business in, in Youngstown, Ohio, believe it or not. Uh, there's still money in, in Youngstown. And it was in, and I was a uh, product of the 80s and 90s. Uh, was, you know, a firm believer in the buy and hold story. Um, and as a result of that, that's how we invested money for our clients. And that was a great strategy. During the 80s and 90s, you bought good stocks, you bought good funds, you held on to them, they did very well. Um, but unfortunately, the 2000s came along, and things started to get a little bit ugly. So uh, in, in 2001 and about halfway 2002, we decided that we needed to do something a little different. Um, and we started looking around, trying to find some, some different ideas, uh, some different money managers to use. Uh, and there weren't a lot of tactical managers at that time uh, in 2002. But we knew we needed to do something. So we kind of started working and developing our own program uh, to use to be able to identify when markets were changing and be more active in managing the client assets. Um, and we started introducing it to our clients, and it was extremely well-received. Um, and then in 2007, uh, I ended up selling my retail business and going into uh, working with the research side of it uh, on a full-time basis in 2008. Um, and I've been working with the financial advisors since then and helping them develop strategies for their clients and, and be able to identify market opportunities when they present themselves. Okay, so this is... Uh Dynamic portfolio strategies, this is a strategy. This is not a mutual fund. This is not a separately managed account. These are strategies only. Yeah, this is, this, we, work, we work just with advisors. Uh, I don't have any retail clients anymore, uh, but we work with advisors like yourself 
that really want to be able to to wrap their arms around managing their client assets. I mean, a lot of times uh, advisors will use third-party money managers that have a lot of experience in managing the assets, or they'll do it themselves. But it's a it's a full-time job, and and that, that's one of the reasons I sold my retail practice is that trying to figure out and understand how the markets are working. Uh, takes a full-time job, and and so as a result of that, we started Dynamic Portfolio Strategies uh, to work with individual advisors to help them manage their client assets uh, and be able to do it on a a more active approach than you know certainly not not market timing. We're not trying to guess whether to be in or out of the market at any particular point in time. But as you know, when the when the markets are changing, it's a gradual change. Sometimes a little faster, but it's it's a it's a typical change in the markets, and the and the markets seldom react the same way twice to the same event. Um, so what we try to do is look at all of the options that we have, um, and and use this use this information to to pick mutual funds or or exchange traded funds uh, for clients to be in. Okay, so tell us, Charlie. Now, how does Dynamic Portfolio Strategies work? Well, this is. This is a computer program. It didn't start off as a computer program in 2002 when we started introducing it. It was a very rudimentary uh, set of, of, of charts and things that we used to use, but we have since uh, improved that substantially. And I have a partner now in, in the business, uh, Dave Pollock. Dave has a Ph.D. in mathematics from the University of Illinois. So what we did was we, we combined our, our, my investment experience and his uh, mathematical experience, experience and and put together a program that helps us to identify when opportunities are presenting themselves. So and and what we do is we build portfolios for advisors to use and follow, um, and we build them around what they're trying to accomplish with their individual clients. Okay, and so could could we uh, say that this is built on momentum of various uh, stocks and mutual funds? It does. I mean, it is. It's looking at, and typically, in a, in a, for instance, in a growth model, we'll typically have about 45 to 60 different funds that, that the models can choose from. Um, and what we do is, is, is we, it, this is a process of looking and analyzing the movement, the price movement, of all of these different funds. Uh, and it can be anything from government bond funds to emerging markets, uh, you know, we cover all the different asset classes. So in a growth portfolio, you'll see about 25 to 27 different asset classes uh, that it can choose from. Um, and I think one, one of the things that kind of makes our program unique is that in our growth models, you know, and, and, and the reason that we did, did it this way is when, when, when you say growth to, to investors or to many advisors, they think stocks, you know, and that's, that's what you have to be in. Be in. When in fact, growth is whatever's going up. And if you look back at history, and you look at like 2008, when, the, when stocks got killed in, in 2011, and really over the last 11 years, if you look back, there was really only four times that stocks were the best performing asset class. There are other times that government bonds, high yield bonds, commodities, things like real estate were the best performing asset classes. So, what we're doing is, is we're looking at, and, and, and certainly the computer doesn't know the difference between a stock fund and a bond fund. It is just looking at the movement of all these funds and trying to, to get as much of the client's portfolio into the best performing funds. 
Um, and typically, our portfolios will have somewhere between six to eight positions. So we start out with 60 funds, and it narrows it down to the top six to eight funds. I see. So you take a menu of investments, which consists of either mutual funds or ETFs, I presume, exchange-traded funds. Correct. Correct. Okay, and so you start out with several dozen from 30 to 50 kind of thing, and then you identify based upon your proprietary system, algorithmic, or whatever metric system that you use, uh, you identify the five or six that are most likely to outperform over the coming weeks or months. That, that, that is correct. And, it, and again, it doesn't matter what, what it is. I mean, we're looking for growth. And again, growth is what it's ever go- whatever is going up. So there are times that our growth portfolios could be 100% bonds. There were times in 2008, they were 100% cash. So it's, if, and cash is always the constant in our, in our model. So if, and this is a scoring system that Dave and I developed. And if a fund's in cash, then it can go into the portfolio. If it scores less than cash, then it would be sold and it would go somewhere else. And if there's nothing that is scoring better than cash, then then the, then the portfolio can go 100% cash. That doesn't stay there very long. Um, and typically there are going to be opportunities to present themselves. But in a situation like 2008, when they were basically just selling every, you know, selling everything, and everything was going down, uh, you know, then, you know, then cash was certainly a very good option. Right. So, Charlie, uh, you hold that. We're going to stop for a, a minute here and take a break, and we'll be right back. You're listening to Strategic Investor Radio on OC Talk Radio. According to the consulting firm Strategic Capital Allocation Group, every decade since 1900 has experienced at least one bear market, and several have experienced as many as three. So how do we protect our principal from these declines without missing the gains when prices rise? At Strategic Investor Radio, we interview asset managers with unique strategies designed to both protect and grow your investments. Investing is not rocket science. It's rocket fuel if you know how to harness it. For podcasts of our interviews, please visit us at strategicinvestorradio.com. Back to Charlie and his guest. Hello again. You're with uh, you're with us on Strategic Investor Radio on OC Talk Radio. This is Charlie Wright, your host. We're talking talking with Charlie White, who's the founder and president of Dynamic Portfolio Strategies. So, Charlie, if I were to summarize what it is that uh, Dynamic Portfolio Strategies does, is you take a menu of mutual funds or exchange traded funds, and you measure their performance. And you identify, according to your metrics, the five or six that are most likely to outperform over the coming weeks or months. And then you give that information to an advisor who can then make those investments in the account of a client. Is that it? That is correct. Okay. And so... They can have five or six investments. All, all. Let's say they have uh, six positions. All six of those could be equity positions, or all six could be cash, or it could be a combination of bonds, or uh, REITs, or commodities, or cash, equities at any given time. 
So whatever whatever we've given it to choose from, um, then it has that ability to go in into those funds. So, and it's and it's looking at and what we do is is we run when we when a, when we start off when we start a new client off um, and and they have sixty thousand dollars and let's say we buy ten thousand dollars of each position, what we do is we run our simulations every night and we update the pricing on every fund that's available to us in the in the portfolio. And then the program comes back and gives us a new recommended portfolio. So what we're doing is we're comparing where the program says we should be to where we currently are. So it's, it, it literally gives us a new portfolio. Now, typically, it doesn't change that much from day to day. But as the markets start to move and change and evolve, then you start to see the portfolios changing. And, and that's what triggers a trade. When, there's, when it reaches a certain point, um, you know, we have we have we have what we call reallocation constant. So that's in there to allow for normal market fluctuations. But once it crosses that point, then it will trigger trade. So if if stocks are going down and bond prices are, are rising, then we could see it start to move into bonds. It rarely goes 100 percent out into into anything. It's a it's a gradual evolving, just like the markets do. You know, they go up and down, and they ebb and flow, and that's what we're trying to do is identify. Those areas. So, typically, you know, typically what we end up with is seeing about seven or eight trade days a year uh, in a growth portfolio, and probably four or five trade days in an income portfolio. So it's not a lot of trading, but what we, you know, what we set out to do was we didn't want clients to go through a 2001 and a two and a 2008 again. We can't afford to do that. What we want to try to do is is to build that in there so. We know when things are changing and make, make, we can adapt to that. But also to be able to take advantage, like last year when the markets were very strong, uh, you know, we were in equities 100% of, of last year. So we, we were able to participate and take advantage of those returns. Yeah, and that's great. Now, the challenge, as we all know, Charlie, especially with the number of years in the business, is that the markets don't always cooperate, and there are certain market conditions that are more or less favorable to every kind of strategy. And your trend-following or momentum type of strategy typically has real challenges in a choppy market because we tend to get in at the top and out at the bottom so that we're buying high and selling low. How effective has your program been in not in escaping that difficulty? It's, it's, it's been fairly effective. I mean, it's, you know, uh, for instance, in, in October, um, we, we saw about, uh, about the 12th and 13th of October, we started to see trades actually going to cash. So in our portfolios, they went from about 25 to 40% cash. And then uh, starting with the 20th of October, started moving back into some different places, and back into the equity markets, but in some different funds than, than what we were in earlier. So what it tries to do is, you know, so it, it, the market dropped, but it didn't pull everything out. It just took, it takes out the weakest, Scoring funds, and then when it starts to move back in, it's picking up the highest scoring funds. So it does. I mean, a choppy, a choppy market is the most challenging for anybody. I mean, and when you when you see a, a significant drop very quickly, but what we don't want is is a you know is a, a five or six or seven eight percent loss to turn into a fifteen or twenty or thirty percent loss like it did in two thousand and eight. So you will see the program start to react to that. 
and then it's looking for other places to go. Usually, there's someplace else to go that's making money. That's that's where you see the models start trending into. So basically, you're looking to always be on the positive side of the curve. If it's moving up, you want to be in it, and if it's not moving up, you don't want to be in it. Correct. And that, and that's a hard time. You know, that's hard for investors to do, and 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 for anybody to do is, and and for us, I mean, too. I mean, it's it, we 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 have grown to really trust the program, and it really has been very good at being able to identify that. But it's hard to admit that you were wrong, you know, and 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 take a loss. Um, but I would rather take a five or six or seven percent loss and move to something that is making some money than to sit there and wait for it to come back. It may never come back, <laughs> you know, and and that's you know people that bought some some technology funds in 2000 are still waiting for that to get back to even. So it's you know there's a lot there's a lot of things out there that that we can we can look at, but you just you know this gives us a discipline. And then what we're trying to do because it is a computer program, we're taking we're taking the emotion, all the noise out. There's a lot of noise out there, you know. And if we can cut through the noise and actually look at what's working. We find that that can really help us make the you know the best investment decisions. Well, that all sounds reasonable, Charlie. Uh, and uh, so, tell us, Charlie, in regards to the strategy, what keeps you awake at night? <laughs> well, uh, a lot of stuff does. I never like it when the markets are going down, or or we we are in transition. Um, you know, for instance, in in middle of October this year, you know, when the portfolios had gone to twenty five to thirty percent cash. I don't like being in in halfway, you know, because when the market goes down, you say, "Oh man, I wish I had more of that more more money out." Or if the market goes back up, you go, "Oh man, I wish I was back in." But we just kind of learned you, you have to be patient. You're not always going to be right, you know. But we're not going to be wrong for a long period of time because because we're looking at so many different asset classes. It can help us identify. Now, you know, we're not going to outperform the market every year. We're not trying to outperform the market every year. What we're really trying to do is is outperform the market in the down years, and then take advantage when things you know present themselves, like last year and even this year. I mean, the the, the growth portfolios are still are still doing quite well. Well, Charlie, uh, our congratulations. Uh, you have done something that uh, probably most every investment advisor has thought about, and has thought that. Uh, Somebody ought to be doing something in this arena because uh, to be in markets that are rising and out of markets that are not rising just is plain common sense. But like you say, most advisors uh, don't have the time and energy and, uh, and typically don't have the inclination and cap capability to uh, create and monitor and follow uh, the, these kinds of strategies. So that you have done this, uh, you deserve our uh, applause and congratulations, and we hope it uh, continues to do well. Are, are lots of advisors using this uh, this strategy for you? They they are. We are. We we're seeing uh, uh, incredible amounts of money going in into these programs, and it it just it helps the advisor really manage the 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 assets you know for the clients. You know, and and you know it, we take we sort of kind of serve as the research department, so we take a lot of the uh, a lot of the hard work and the pressure off of them. Because it's a it's a full time job running uh, an investment firm. I mean, I did that. I I, I know that, mm -hmm. and it's also a full time job being a a research analyst too. So while well, we like to partner up with advisors, help build them, you know, help them build the portfolios, and and they like the fact that 
we're looking at their portfolios. We're looking at all their options on a daily basis uh, and making those decisions and, and, and really using a, a, you know, a, a, what we feel is a really good technique and something that makes, you know, perfect sense to the clients. You know, stocks aren't working. Uh, real estate's not working. Why sit there and continue to own that when there are other places that we can go to make money? Yeah. Well, again, Charlie, you'd have been congratulated for creating something that serves the marketplace. And if anyone has any questions about dynamic portfolio strategies, please don't hesitate to contact us at info at strategicinvestorradio.com. That's info at strategicinvestorradio.com. So, Charlie, thank you very much for sharing your thoughts and telling us about dynamic portfolio strategies. Our best wishes to you and to uh, your firm in moving forward and being of greater service to more and more investors. We'd like to thank everyone for listening today to Strategic Investor Radio on OC Talk Radio. This is Charlie Wright. Thank you very much for being with us. You've been listening to The Strategic Investor, your source for compelling investment strategies from some of the most productive asset managers in the industry. For unique investment strategies, visit us at strategicinvestorradio.com. Investing is not rocket science. Charlie Wright is an investment advisor representative with PartnerVest Advisory Services, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. The views and opinions expressed by our guests are for informational purposes only and do not necessarily reflect the views of PartnerVest Advisory Services, LLC, or Charlie Wright. PartnerVest and our guests are unaffiliated companies. No information in this discussion is intended to provide investment, tax, or legal advice to any person, nor is it an offer to sell any security.